For the vast majority of individuals, the idea of confronting the vast consciousness without any discernible or identifiable form is overwhelming. Anything that is undefined or unlimited breeds discomfort and fear in our being. In the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna is confronted with a vision of the divine in a vast, all-powerful form, far beyond what he was prepared to handle. He begged Sri Krishna to return to his normal, four-armed form and to shower grace upon him. Few are those who can confront the larger forms of the universal creation, much less the vast, formless reality. When our hearts and minds turn towards spiritual growth, we therefore seek out and associate ourselves with some specific form of deity or specific manifestation of the divine in form, or at the very least with intermediaries, teachers, gurus, who provide us a close and defined relationship with the divine. This allows us to grow and mature in our spiritual understanding over time within defined limits that we have set at each stage of our growth. Not every individual follows the same form of God or the same incarnation or the same teacher. Yet as a general rule, each individual aligns with someone or something that can aid us in our growth. Even the atheist who denies the existence of God find some object or person with whom he aligns himself in his own path of growth. Meanwhile, we cast our teachers as avatars or incarnations of God, and in many cases, believe and act upon that belief that the divinity we worship, the teacher we follow, is the highest divinity and ultimate world teacher. What we then fail to recognize is that the form the divine guidance takes for each of us is unique to our own personal background and religious or spiritual tradition. Thus, a Christian will have visions of Jesus or Mary, while a Hindu may experience the presence of Lord Krishna or Lord Shiva. This does not set one deity above another but simply represents the form that the specific individual, based on his background and experiential mindset, can see and understand. Sri Aurobindo notes, quote, The spiritual progress of most human beings demands an extraneous support, an object of faith outside us. It needs an external image of God, or it needs a human representative incarnation, prophet, or guru, or it demands both and receives them. For according to the need of the human soul, the divine manifests himself as deity, as human divine, or in simple humanity, using that thick disguise, which so successfully conceals the Godhead for a means of transmission of his guidance. The Hindu discipline of spirituality provides for this need of the soul by the conceptions of the Ishta Devata, the avatar, and the guru. By the Ishta Devata, the chosen deity is meant not some inferior power, but a name and form of the transcendent and universal Godhead. 
Almost all religions either have as their base or make use of some such name and form of the divine. Its necessity for the human soul is evident. God is the all and more than the all. But that which is more than the all, how shall man conceive? And even the all is at first too hard for him, for he himself in his active consciousness is a limited and selective formation and can open himself only to that which is in harmony with his limited nature. There are things in the all which are too hard for his comprehension or seem too terrible to his sensitive emotions and cowering sensations, or simply he cannot conceive as the divine, cannot approach or cannot recognize something that is too much out of the circle of his ignorant or partial conceptions. It is necessary for him to conceive God in his own image or in some form that is beyond himself, but consonant with his highest tendencies and seizable by his feelings or his intelligence. Otherwise, it would be difficult for him to come into contact and communion with the divine. End quote. Reference, Sri Aurobindo and the Mother, Growing Within, the Psychology of Inner Development, Chapter 3, Growth of Consciousness, Basic Requisites, pages 52 to 53.